to the Fesh Fit Podcast. Today I have on Dr. Nina, who is an amazing physical therapist, originally from Milwaukee and now lives in Orlando, Florida. And she is the founder of The Point Doc. I originally met Nina a few years ago when she was living in Milwaukee and I was struggling hard with Achilles tendonitis. And if you've struggled with ongoing injuries of any kind, you know how frustrating it is. I had been to several physical therapists. It seemed like I was constantly putting like a Band-Aid on a deeper issue versus actually solving the main issue of why my tendonitis was happening itself. Or I would start to feel like I was getting better and get back into dancing, start dancing a lot and end up in pain again. Anyway, when I found Nina's physical therapy practice and started working with her, I was thrilled because she taught me a lot about how to bridge the gap between walking or easy movements with no pain to being able to dance pain-free. So today, we're going to dive into all things Achilles tendonitis, why it happens, and how to start to get back into dancing after experiencing it. Before we start, I want to remind you guys that if you are struggling with any type of pain, make sure you consult with your own personal medical professional. On this show, we're going to provide as much education as we can, but it is not medical advice specific to you. So make sure you consult with a doctor if you are experiencing an injury. With that said, welcome to the show, Nina. I am absolutely thrilled to have you on today. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah. Can you start off by telling everyone a little bit about your dancing background and what you do now? Yes. Like you mentioned, originally from Wisconsin, now live in Florida, but I've been dancing my whole life. So I started off dancing at three years old with ballet and then over time added on tap, jazz, started point when I was just turning 13 and still dance for fun today. So I've been a physical therapist for many years, worked directly with dancers and now am online as the point doc. Fantastic. So out of curiosity, what made you decide to go into physical therapy? Yeah, it really was dance. I was always curious about the human body and loved movement and just learning about all styles of dance as well. And so when I was younger, I did some shadowing of physical therapists and learned that physical therapists can work very closely with dancers. So that was my passion. And that's why I went into physical therapy. And at first I actually didn't work with dancers for a couple years, but eventually found my way to working with dancers in Milwaukee and now just all over the world through the point deck, which is a lot of fun. That's super cool. Okay, so today I want to bring you on the show, talk about one of the most common Irish dancing injuries, Achilles tendonitis. And the reason I want to talk about this one is because it's super common among dancers and it seems to be one that never truly goes away for a lot of people. Like it'll start to die down and then, you know, it'll just pop back up as training increases. So it can be really, really frustrating, you know, of course, for a lot of dancers. So can you start off with going over what exactly Achilles tendonitis is? Yeah, so Achilles tendonitis is inflammation of the Achilles tendon. So itis means inflammation and tendon, of course, meaning tendon. And so this can occur at different tendons throughout the body. But here we're talking specifically about the Achilles tendon. So if you guys don't know, it's that tendon right behind your ankle. And, you know, with this, it's always an overuse injury. So what that means is that 
you did a lot of activity, whether that's dancing or something else, and it caused just extra stress to this tendon. And so now it's irritated and inflamed. Gotcha. Why do you think it's so common among dancers and among Irish dancers specifically? Yeah, so it's it's super common in all dancers, but even more so in Irish dancing, just because of the mechanics of Irish dancing. So, of course, it's a ton of jumping, but not only that, what's unique to Irish dance is that when you land from your jumps, and you guys all know this, is that you land on the balls of your feet and your heels don't come and touch the ground like they do in like ballet and jazz and some other styles. And so what happens is when you land, all that force goes up into your leg and especially stresses that Achilles tendon, which connects to your calf muscle. And so because there's extra stress just from all the volume of jumping and then how you're landing, a lot of times this goes into the Achilles and that's where it gets that overuse injury and gets really irritated over time. Gotcha. Yeah. That's something I remember you told me that like blew my mind, which I mean, makes sense where I'm like, even in ballet, you land toe heel. Is that right? Like you actually, yeah, you roll through the foot. Yep. And those heels Mm -hmm. touch the ground. So they get a little bit of that force as well. And then that allows that Achilles tendon to actually lengthen a little bit more with each land. Mm -hmm. So we're at the Irish dancing. It stays in like a shortened position the whole time because you're just jumping up and down on your toes. Yep. (laughs) I feel like Irish dancing already with like, um, the way you just jump differently from it for like, you know, cause they're like in a, classic sport it's more you have a hip hinge and you get to use you know triple extension to jump in Irish dancing you're already not really hinging at your hips to jump and then on top of that it's like now you're jumping yeah. with a straight leg on your toes yes oh, very, <laughs> yeah very stiff leg especially like you said compared to other sports out there and not only that is that Irish dance is so much jumping where if you think of like you know, basketball, for instance, yes, they're jumping, but they're also cutting and running and doing a lot of variety of movements. And so with Irish, it's just, you know, all of that volume, all of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, never even thought about it like that. Okay. So if a dancer is experiencing what feels like Achilles tendonitis, what kind of things can they do at home to either minimize it or, you know, keep it from getting worse? Mm-hmm. So one of the simplest yet hardest things is giving it rest. And this is a super important part of recovery just because it is that overuse injury. So we do need a little window of time where we're going to give it rest from a lot of that loading type of activity, especially, you know, Irish dance classes. And then this is where it can become pretty specific person to person because tendonitis is a whole spectrum. Sometimes it's just starting very minimal and sometimes it's full blown and very severe. So the amount of rest and the recommendations I give to someone is going to be specific to that. Sometimes we will just decrease the class volume. So I might tell them, you you can still participate in class, but only do full out 50% of the time. Or sometimes I'm telling them, you know, we need to take this whole week off and really give it a ton of rest. So that's really number one. It's again, super simple, but can be very hard and challenging to do. The next piece is stretching. So because your Achilles tendon in Irish dance is 
always in that shortened position, we want to make sure that we're spending some good time stretching to work on some good lengthening of the, not just the calf muscle, but the tendon as well. So traditional, you know, runners kind of calf stretchers are great, dropping the heels off of a stair. And I always recommend doing these after some sort of activity. So it could be as simple as if you are in the resting phase, if you're going on a walk and then you want to stretch after that or stretching after your classes. That's a, always a good time to do it. Gotcha. And then lastly, yep, lastly, I would say is icing. Another really simple and easy thing you can do at home because this is an inflammatory issue, ice can help to reduce that inflammation and just make it feel a little bit better and sometimes even speed up that process of healing. So for in general icing, I always recommend 20 minutes. You can just slap a bag of ice and a Ziploc bag on there or use a, a formal ice pack from your freezer. Um, and you can ice in cycles as well. So 20 minutes on, 40 minutes off. And just making sure you're checking the skin and that you're not having a reaction to the ice or anything like that. Quick question about icing. I know there tends to be a lot of confusion around like which injuries you should ice and then which injuries are you should, you know, use a heating pad. When do you know whether you should ice or whether you should heat an injury? Yeah, so it can be pretty specific on what we're dealing with, but the general guidelines is that if it's a more recent issue and it just happened, you want to use ice because usually inflammation is going to that area, whether it's a muscle injury, you sprained your ankle, or it's a tendonitis issue, ice is always going to be the better choice. Heat can be good if it's more of a chronic issue. So you've been, you know, maybe rehabbing your Achilles tendon for a while. Now you're getting back into dance. Heat can be a nice thing to use to help with that warm-up process before a class. But usually we're not using heat a whole lot after a class or as part of a recovery strategy. It's usually used to warm up that tissue before you're doing some exercises or a dance class. Okay. And are there any specific warmups you would suggest for if dancers have a history of like of Achilles pain that they can do just before dance class? Yeah. So I always suggest a little bit of actually aerobic activity. So this can even be like running in place and making sure when you're landing with each foot to get that heel down on the floor. So you're giving your Achilles a little bit of that stretch as you warm up or like some high knee runs are good. I like doing some deep squats, just body weight squats as well, because you, know, you have those heels planted on the ground. Um, you're getting that Achilles stretched a little bit as you go into that squat. So something where you're actually bringing some blood flow to that area and just getting your body in general a little bit warmer before you go right into class. Okay, great. Okay, so when a dancer, let's say a dancer, you know, has Achilles tendonitis and they go to a PT, they get their exercises, they rest, they do all the right things, then they are like, all right, I feel better. I'm pain-free. I'm walking around pain-free. I'm so excited. I'm cleared to dance again. How do they go from being like, okay, I'm pain-free walking. I'm pain-free living my day-to-day -day life to actually being able to dance full out again. Cause I feel like a big thing that happens is dancers will get pain-free. And I know I fell into this several times too, where it'd be like, Hey, I'm pain-free. I'm good. I'm cured. And then you go back to dancing and it's like, you're so excited to dance again that you just go full out. And then, you know, a week later or 20 minutes later, it's like you're crashing and burning again. So do you basically yeah. how to get back into dancing with, without just re-injuring yourself? 
Yeah. So in physical therapy world, there's something called progressive loading. And so if you're working with a really good physical therapist that knows Irish dance or just dance in general, they should be giving you some things to work on so that it's kind of not a cut and dry thing where you're done with rehab and then you go fully back into your classes, you know, at full strength. Sometimes, like I mentioned before, it is doing, you know, half classes and things like that, but also there's specific exercises that you should be doing gradually and ramping them up to get back into a full class. So that's what I see sometimes missed, especially with physical therapists who don't really know Irish dance is because it it is so much jumping. And I think PTs who don't know about dance don't really realize that. And so sometimes that middle piece of rehab can kind of go missed where doing a great job with the beginning stages, but then we miss that kind of progress stage to get you back to fully dancing pain-free. Yeah. That's something I noticed that was huge with that. You kind of opened my eyes to where I feel like PT, the PT I'd gone to before without, before I worked like a dance specific physical therapist, we would, you know, do things like get to even like box jumps, we get to double leg jumps. And then I'd be like, okay, well, these feel good. So I'm totally ready to go back to class and, you know, hop on one leg for an hour and a half. And then I'd go back to class and, you know, obviously there's a different load on my body going from two legged jumps to one, a single leg jump. So it wasn't until you had me start bridging the gap with single leg jump work that I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. like there really is a big difference just between, yeah, even just jump styles, which we talked about earlier. Um, yeah, such a good point. Okay. So I want to get more into what pain is exactly too. I feel like it's misunderstood and dancers will become afraid of pain almost in a sense. And I think it's helpful when you understand what pain is and kind of why our body creates pain, it becomes less of a scary thing and more of a helpful tool to help us improve and let our bodies heal. So can you get into what exactly pain is? Yeah, so we're going to get a little bit scientific here, but pain is actually, it comes from our brain. So a lot of people think, oh, you know, I'm getting these pain signals from my area of injury, but actually it it comes from our brain. And what it does is it tells us um, kind of like a warning signal to stop whatever we're doing. So for instance, with Achilles tendonitis, you might be feeling pain with a lot of jumping and it's your brain telling you, hey, stop doing this. You know, it's not a pleasant experience to have pain, of course. So it's a way of telling your body, you know, stop doing this because with Achilles tendonitis, of course, we want it to rest and heal. And so it's this protective mechanism in our body to tell us, do this, don't do this. Just like I love the example where, you know, you accidentally touch a hot stove and you feel pain. So then you pull your hand away so you don't get burnt. And a lot of times our body's fast enough where it'll tell us to stop doing something before we actually do get hurt. So you might feel the, you know, the hot stove, but you actually don't have a burn on your hand because your body was quick enough to say, Hey, remove your hand before we actually do some damage here. So pain can be very complex in that way, where sometimes we actually feel pain before there's an injury in our body, you know, like tendonitis, you might start to feel some aching there or something's not right before there's actually tissue damage happening. 
Oh, wow. That's fascinating. And so if a dancer feels like a little bit of pain, let's say they you know, are coming back from an injury, they feel a little bit of pain. Is that like an immediate sign where they should stop and not do it? Or is sometime it okay to push through a little bit? Is there like any rule around when it's okay to push through and when you should just like stop immediately? Yeah. And it really depends on the injury. So with tendon injuries, it's actually a little bit kind of different advice that I give. So I'll talk about that specifically, but with tendon issues, especially when we're getting into those later stages of rehab or you're starting to return to class a little bit, um, I tell my patients, if you're feeling like a three out of 10 pain or less, or just feels, you know, like a little bit achy or something like that, that's actually okay at that point, because we want to reload that tendon and start getting that tendon stronger. So sometimes we actually do feel some um, discomfort with that. And I would describe it more of a discomfort. And that's why we're talking about kind of that three out of 10 or less. And everyone kind of you know, feels it out a little bit different in their body. They might use a pain scale or call it, call it discomfort, but something along those lines. But if it's getting to be more than a three out of 10, you know, you're getting into a four or five or more, or you are thinking like, this is more pain than a, a soreness or discomfort. That's the time to kind of take a step back again and reevaluate and see, you know, do I need to take a little bit more rest again? Or what do I need to do differently at this point? Gotcha. Okay. So last question here. This is a new one I'm asking. (laughs) And I've been asking all dance professionals who come on my show because I think it's fun that, you know, I feel like every dance professional at some point has made some mistake when it comes to training or, you know, the mental side of dance when they were growing up and dancing. And I think it's really fun to learn people's different mistakes and what they learned from it. So I'm going to ask you, what is one mistake you made as a dancer when it came to training or like some mental side of things? And what have you since learned from it? Yeah, I love this question. So one thing specific for me, so I have pretty poor mobility in my feet. And so when preparing for point work, what I did when I was younger, so this was maybe about a year before I went into point shoes is a friend of mine gave her, gave me a pair of her old point shoes. So what I would do is I'd put the point shoes on and then I would sit and then put my legs out straight in front of me and put the box of the shoe under my dresser so that my feet were stretching, (laughs) which I do not recommend at all. So I would sit there and stretch like while I did my homework or watch TV or something like that with my feet under my dresser and like it was not comfortable and I was just trying to you know pass that pencil test if you guys know what that is where you can get your your feet completely pointed and straight so yeah since I've learned that's not good to do of course (laughs) um there's much better ways to improve your foot mobility um so yeah lesson learned and glad I know a lot better now (laughs) I love that the same thing with the couch I feel like that's like I don't know I feel like because back then it was like the only way I don't know I feel like any of us were taught was just stretch your foot and then pointier so it was like what heavy object could I put on top of my feet (laughs) that's so funny 
Yes. Um, okay, and actually, that segues us to where people can find your program of how actually to get into their point shoes. Yeah. Um, and also, I want to mention for anyone listening who is struggling with toe walks, okay, or getting on block in your points. And I think I've told you this, Nina, too. In Irish dancing world, there isn't really a transition from you know, just dancing and ballet, I guess, and demi point, but in Irish dancing, dancing on your toes to going into toe walks or on block and hard shoes. Um, it's more of just a put on your shoes and see how it goes. Where in ballet, there's a lot more structure to here's, you know, how to strengthen to get into point shoes. Here's what to look for. Here's when you're ready. Um, there's a ton that goes into it. And Nina has an awesome Instagram page, an awesome program that talks about how to prepare for point. So if you are an Irish dancer listening, it would be really smart for you to check out her stuff to learn about, you know, how your body works when preparing for toe walks, especially if you're a teacher, highly recommend checking it out. So Nina, can you fill us in on where people can find you um, on Instagram or on your website and how they can reach out to learn more? Yep. So on Instagram, it's at the point doc and that's point with an E like in point shoes. So you can find me there. I have a free program out right now, all about goal setting. And I have a planner page with a PDF download. So you can go ahead and sign up for that. My link is in my bio. Also, you can reach me via email. It's the point doc at gmail.com. So happy to answer any questions you have. You can also DM me on Instagram as well. Looking forward to getting to know all of you. Fantastic. And I will post all those links in the show notes so you guys can all find them too. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining today, Nina. That was a ton of fun and I learned a lot. So I know everyone in our audience will. So yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure.